And I heard myself say the words, getting the most out of your team, which is something I hear a lot in blog posts and podcasts. How do I get the most out of my team? And I started thinking about how, how weird that felt. Like, I'm, not, I'm getting something from them. I'm taking something from them. It's like, it implies that I have to extract it or push them hard to hand it over somehow. Hi, my name is Chris Zaug, and welcome to Let's Talk Teams, a podcast by Uptick, the one-on-one meeting software that helps managers and their teams get on the same page. But more than that, actually having better conversations with one another, not just talking about projects or status updates and all the stuff you can do via email. It digs into the nitty-gritty things, how work is going and how your team members work best, the conversations you never get to really have. So do you ever hear yourself say something and you go, I need to give that more thought. You know, something just comes out of your mouth and you go, oh my gosh, um, I'm doing this the wrong way or I'm thinking about this the wrong way. Um, For me, I did. Recently, I was doing a video for one of our pages on our website and I heard myself say the words, getting the most out of your team, which is something I hear a lot in blog posts and podcasts. Mm -hmm. How do I get the most out of my team? And I started thinking about how, how weird that felt. Like, I'm, not, I'm getting something from them. I'm taking something from them. It's like, it implies that I have to extract it or push them hard to hand it over somehow. Mm-hmm. When for the most part, people are working, at least in my experience, they want to do a good job. They want to do the right thing. They want to understand it. And, and I thought, I don't want to be getting things from my team. I want to be giving things to my team. Mm-hmm. Things that I can do that will be uh, make a difference in their life and our team's life. Now, I say that, and my first thought is, okay, that's a little bit of a straw man. It's just semantics. It's giving, getting. You know, we all know what we mean. But I think I think language matters, mm-hmm. and I think changing the words that we use will help us get where we want to go more effectively. And at the same time, it will demonstrate kind of a respect and a commitment to the team by 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 thinking about it in a different way. So so I started thinking, what if instead of focusing on getting something, we actually focused on giving something? I don't know, does that ever occur to you? Yeah, I think about that a lot, especially as we've talked about how how we want our teams to feel in one-on-one meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we've talked a lot about, you know, are we are we coming to these meetings to get something or are we coming to contribute? And mm-hmm. I, I agree with you that the words words are important, even if it feels just like semantics, because the words are what give your subconscious the feeling of what's happening. Right. Like am I you, you take that same phrase, am I getting the most out of my team and you transplant getting the most out of into some other spot? Like, am I getting the most out of this friendship? Hmm. It feels really weird then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or am I getting the most out of this vacation? Maybe it feels not so bad because you want to, I think what the sentiment is that's different is like, are you getting or are you making the most of? Mm-hmm. So like, am I making the most of this time off or am I making the most of this opportunity that we have working as a team um, so I, I think like the getting is, is yeah, it can be a, a weird phrase. So your focus on giving is a little different though in intention. Right. So. No, I totally think so. Yeah. I think it changes my mindset it, from sort of extraction to generosity. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of an odd way to think about it. But for me, it's, it's about giving to them, not getting from them. And, and then I think about, okay, what can I give them that will help them succeed and help the team succeed and help build a healthy culture? So I started thinking about, okay, what are the things I can give as a manager? First thing I thought of was, well, I can give them time to meet with their boss, all right? I'm the person in many ways that's holding their career in my hands. 
they want to know me. They, you know, so I'm giving them time. I'm making an important decision when I'm doing one-on-ones. It's like, okay, I will give you this time. I'm not going to change it on a whim. I'm going to be committed to it. This is a time where we get together and talk about what we want to talk about. And, and it communicates value. Just saying, like, yeah, my, I'm busy. In fact, I used to have people tell me all the time, well, Chris, you're so busy. I feel bad about taking the time. It's like, this is my job. My mm-hmm. job is to is to release you into the best version of you and our company that I can that I can release you to, and that takes time. It's a commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think some of that stuff, those phrases are totally true. And just for anyone out there who thinks we're uh, being a little self righteous towards <laughs> managers of like I hold your career in my hands and it's my job to release you, those are all coming from the place of like, for right now you do hold their current job and career mm-hmm. and what opportunities they have to grow within your company or if they're going to say, I'm going to take my career and put it in some other company or some other right. manager's hands. So right. it's, it's, it is real, even if you know, it was, if you felt a little <laughs> weird about hearing it that way, or even just to say, you know, what do I, what is my job here? It's well, it's to release you. It's also to f- like, when you're saying that, what I know what you've meant in other times is what are the things that you are wishing you had the opportunities to do that either you haven't voiced or haven't realized were options to you, but actually, you know, through us having some time and communicating, we can make that more obvious and make it possible for you to be able to, to take those opportunities or to step into those opportunities. So I think it's, it's great what you said is like giving, giving time is also a, a weird thing as maybe to say, as I mean, it's like, oh, I'm giving my team my time. Yeah. A, another kind of sound on, on the surface can sound <laughs> You know, how generous of me to give you my time. It's like, well, exactly what you said. No, it's my job. Right. And as much as you, there's managers that are actively contributing to teams and just overseeing other managers that are just overseeing the work and helping direct the work of teams, giving access to, to you is like, let's stop to thinking about it. It's like, I'm giving them access to me or I'm giving them time with me. Mm-hmm. Saying, you know, I'm giving them attention. Mm-hmm. I'm giving like focusing my attention on you for this time right. to see what it, what it can I do to help you? What can I do to make life at work better for you? Make your role better? Mm-hmm. So it's about, I'm dedicating attention to them, mm-hmm. not just giving them access to my, no, my, my amazing calendar. time. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's a really great clarification. That's exactly what I meant. Yeah. It's like, how do you, how do you give them the resources and the, you know, if there's just uh, space for things to come up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's a great thought. I think another thing that you can give them is you give them a place to clarify expectations. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, back in the day I had a a team, we were making huge changes on the team. We pulled together task forces to make this huge change and it was really great. But I, I wasn't giving my team regular enough one-on-ones to have them give me feedback. And so what was happening was that they would hear the inspirational speeches, they would get excited about the overall vision, but they'd go back to their desk and they really wouldn't know what to do. And, and that was a problem. Because I wasn't having regular one-on-ones, they couldn't express to me, hey, man, like this is great. I really love where we're going. What's my part in it? What, you know, what's yeah. the bar for me? Mm-hmm. You know? And that was something that was super important, and I missed it. And it took me almost two years to recover from missing it. Because I wasn't giving them a place where they could understand this is the bar, this is what we're going for, and they could say, "Well, okay, does that bar mean this, or does it mean this?" And so, at the end of the day, I wanted my team to feel like they were winning, but I wasn't giving them the opportunity to win because I didn't set good good expectations right out of the gate. Yeah, I think a key thing for me that you just said there was 
giving the opportunity for your team at that time to say, what's my part in this? Because mm-hmm. there may be teams where people are hearing, you know, here's kind of the new direction or here's some new thing we're working on, a big project that impacts a lot of people, but only, but a few it doesn't impact at mm-hmm. all. And they may say like, wow, this is kind of like the topic, but how does this, how do I fit into this? Am I supposed to fit into this? Is it okay if I don't fit into th- mm-hmm. the scope of this thing? And um, just, I mean, even just being proactive when you know there's like a, a big team wide change like that happening, right. invite them to be like, do you know what your what your part in is this or right. or letting them know like, just just so you know there isn't an expectation for you on this, right? But you have to have time in order to do that, which is the whole point of what exactly. you're talking about. Exactly, exactly. That's why you need that time yeah. to unencumbered. You know, the other thing that I I think is really important for uh, that you can give to your team is you can give them a chance to get to know you and a chance for you as a manager to get to know them. Um, years ago, and if you know me at all, you've heard me say this phrase. I had a friend of mine who said, there are three things that people want when they come into a community or a, or work or their neighborhood or, or whatever. They want to love and be loved. So they want to care for other people and be cared for. They want to serve and be served. So they want to use their gifts and abilities in a way that is impactful. And mm-hmm. they want other people to kind of fill in their weaknesses, their gaps. And they also want to know and be known. So team members and managers alike want want to have want to know each other well enough so that they can trust each other. Mm-hmm. And it's a really important thing. And for so many managers, they want to get their one-on-ones into the status update place where we can talk about the projects and we're at 58% and we're feeling good about it. Where really what they want is they want to get to know you. And that involves a level of transparency that a lot of people initially may not be comfortable with. But you can't ask your team members to be transparent with you if you're not willing to be transparent with them. Mm-hmm. So part of this meeting is to get to know each other a little bit. And as a manager, that means sometimes exposing a little bit of your dirty laundry. This is where I failed. These are things that I've done because it makes you feel more human, more mm-hmm. accessible, and they're going to be more likely than to share their struggles with you. Yeah. And and a part of that in meetings with your team when you're trying to do that, then it can you have to be careful because it can be then you can just start talking the whole time and you spent the whole time just talking. Mm -hmm. And it can go from, oh, that started out being vulnerable to actually this was just an opportunity for you to just talk. And Mm -hmm. I think the uh, one of the tough things about that is how do I know when it's appropriate to share what Mm. that makes me human, makes me real. Like one thing like Whitney and I are working on right now is – um, some ad stuff, like stuff I've done in the past but haven't been doing recently. And so I said, you know, here's what, what I'm going to work on. And I'm, as I'm doing it, I'm just going to share it with you real time. There's mm-hmm. going to be stuff that like I'm not even going to have figured out and I'm not going to know the right answer to. And we're just going to talk through it and I'm going to share it with you and then we can figure it out together as we're going through it. And it was me taking on something. But I was like, you know, if I just take it on and don't share any of it, it's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be things I've for sure forget or mess up or whatever, but it's that's okay because I want everyone to know that it's okay that we're learning and right. we're evolving in the process. And sharing that process in real time is also a really great way to, A, show vulnerability, which isn't just getting to know you personally, but it's showing it's, it's okay to be real and it's also um, showing how you uh, carry yourself mm-hmm. when being vulnerable in real time rather than telling a manicured story of right. uh, being, quote, vulnerable right. about something in the past. 
I love that. I mean, that's a super transparent relationship when you start doing that real time. And it, it does, it, it models for them some relational risk, which is good. Mm-hmm. And it, it models the sense of, okay, we're in it together. And again, that's what you're giving them. You're giving them that get to know me, I get to know you, we understand this together, and, and, uh, and we, we can fail. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You're giving them a, a sense of freedom to really understand that the stakes are high, but it takes some risk to get there. Mm-hmm. I think another thing about that is when, you're, when you are being vulnerable and you're trying to build some of that transparency, it's really easy for vulnerable. You, a, a story that you're trying to share something of like a past mess up or being vulnerable for you still to be the hero. Right, because that's what we right. all try to do. We want to make we we believe in our heads. We did the right thing, or we we were acting in good faith, or we we're trying to do the right thing. So we still visualize ourselves as the hero of a lot of our own stories. Right. Don't portray yourself as still being the hero because it's you know people can sniff that out. Um, if you're yeah. trying to share something that you've uh, experienced, that you've been through and learned, just leave it at what you learned. Make it raw. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely right. Absolutely right. The other thing we can give them as managers is we give them the opportunity uh, to give us feedback, to let us know what's going on on the team, in the, in the company. And, and the, the reason I say it that way is that sometimes the loudest voices get heard the most. If you don't have one-on-ones, you're just going to hear the, the, the guy who's the most able to say something out loud. That's going to be the loudest voice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to hear the smallest voice. They're people that are uh, perhaps the most observant. They're not always talking. They're observing. They're mm-hmm. listening. They're watching. And you want to f- give them time to be able to, first of all, process stuff. So you want to let them know that you that you care about their opinion. But then have that time together where you can, um, where, 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 where they can share with you their observations in a safe place. I'm a loud guy. Okay, I'm I'm always I'm always going to get hurt. <laughs> you know, no one's ever going to go, gosh, what does Chris think? You know, Chris is going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, what about Liz, who's brilliant but isn't the first person to speak up every time a question gets answered? Well, if if I were her boss, I would want to hear what she has to say. She's brilliant and insightful. Mm-hmm. But that and that one-on-one gives them the opportunity, gives them the platform to have an influence in the company. Yeah, I think in another way of inviting that quieter voice is, is sometimes through the louder voices. Like I think one of the best questions that you've asked in one-on-ones is, who's not asking for what they need, mm, mm-hmm. or who has a need that isn't known, or, or some derivative of that question. Um, because the people that know and are willing to say something, will just speak up and say something on behalf of right. the person who didn't have to ask them to say anything. It's just it can become known. Right. And I thought that was a that one is one that came up recently. I thought that was great. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Well, and the last thing um, I I think about what you can give your team members is you can give them a window into your experience. Not in every case, but in a lot of cases, um, they would like to get where you are at some point. Now, they may want to go way past you in the the overall uh, organization, but but I've talked with a lot of managers and they recognize that their team members would like to be in that role someday or a role similar to that. So giving them that time gives you the opportunity to build into them. I've mentioned it in some other podcasts, but I had a boss who really challenged me to replace myself, to build into the other people on the team. And in each role that I've had, I've been able to do that. It's been so great to be able to, to work with people. And under, and I would never have done it had I not been encouraged to do it. Mm-hmm. But to be able to sit down and go, okay, well, 
if I were this person and I wanted to have Chris's role someday, what are the things that I would need to know to get there? And I think it's an important piece for a manager to understand is that they're in their role and they probably do have some experience that the team member doesn't have. Now, that that's not universally true, mm-hmm. but a, a lot of times that's true. And so how do I take this time to give them some of that experience, the good and as you just mentioned, and the bad, mm-hmm. okay? Don't gloss over the stuff where you really blew it. And, uh, you know, because you're going to give them an opportunity then to learn to not do what you did. Yeah. I, I think another part about that when you're training or equipping other people on the team to know if you're like a kind of a training or replacement mm-hmm. before they know they're being trained like that, mm-hmm. is it, it, it strengthens the team because you were laid up with hepatitis A for how many weeks? Um, most better part of four or five weeks. <laughs> yeah. If you were the only person that could do any of the work, the team would have been screwed. Right. So similar thing, if you want to actually be able to go on vacation, you got to have people on the team that you trust can fill the gap when you're gone. And it's not that people are, you're, you're working yourself out of a job mm-hmm. and you should be afraid of it. Um, if you're being afraid of it, this probably says something about the culture of the company mm-hmm. uh, rather than being rewarded for saying, hey, great. Uh, we've developed more people. Now I have more capacity to take on mm-hmm. more. I have more time or whatever it is. And it just shows your strength as a leader being able to train and equip people. So if, if you're afraid of doing it because of some of those reasons, uh, you're holding the team back yeah. because you're saying we can only operate at peak if I'm around. Such a great point. And, and it's a great place to end because it goes back to a principle that we all know. We've heard it since we were little kids. You know, what is it? You know, it's, it's better to give than to receive. Mm-hmm. Like if you're giving to other people, your team is receiving the benefit from that. Their team members are and the team as a whole are. Absolutely. And so as you just said, is, is, is you're giving of yourself as a manager and you're not looking to extract or get, you're looking to give, mm-hmm. the benefits can be really profound on your team. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to Let's Talk Teams. If you have any other questions, we'd love to talk with you. You can hit us up on Twitter at Uptick App. Or you can also message us personally. Our info is in the show notes. And if you want to make your one-on-ones better with your team or with your manager, check out Uptick by visiting uptickapp.com.